Hello again, everyone. Cliff Williams and my friend Chandra. This is not gospel. It's probably not in your notes, but at some point during the podcast, during today, for this week, yet yeah, we have to even just say something or speak into the the Ukraine war thing. I think because it's like the thing that everybody's talking about. Yeah, it's on everybody's mind. So. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We since you got here, we didn't talk about it at all. So I don't know how much you followed it or haven't or whatever. Well, I think everybody knows basically what's going down in Ukraine. But I'm really bad about political history. It's in one ear and out the other. I listened to a whole thing on it the other day, and I couldn't tell you anything <laughs> about why what's going down is going down in the history of how long the Ukraine hasn't been a part of Russia and just all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't think I'm a very informative person about that. Well, um, for anyone, okay, so we can do a little overview real quick. So for anybody who doesn't know, supposedly what Russia has said is that, um, well, Putin has said that he has no interest in occupying Ukraine. Um, that's not their goal, that they literally just want to get out what they have called, uh, is it, it's uh, Valensky, they're calling Valensky, they're not wanting to occupy Russia? No. What's he doing? <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> I thought he was overthrowing it to make it part of Russia. No, again. according to Putin, he has said from the start in all the big UN gatherings or EU, whatever they are, he has no interest in occupying Ukraine. His goal is to simply eradicate the uh, Volinsky and what he has called a neo-Nazi government. He's been calling their governmental system, what they have in there, a neo-Nazi government that is a threat to Russia... And he wants it removed. Um, he's, he's actually, the language he uses, he said that uh, we want to decapitate that government. He basically referring to it as sort of a, like, a, well, if they call it neo-Nazi, it's sort of a terroristic regime is what he's basically equating it to. Well, I had heard people who were, um, like, uh, uh, people who criticize all conservatives as, as being part of QAnon, mm -hmm. um, saying, oh, no, all these QAnon conservatives are for Putin and stuff like that because they're saying that Putin's doing a good thing because the Ukraine was ran by a mob, basically. And so, I was like, I don't see Putin being the good guy in this scenario, but I really don't know enough to yeah. know. So here's the deal. In my opinion, there's not a clear-cut good guy, bad guy hmm. um, because in, in the most recent years... Anytime you hear the word misinformation, how many times has that been a lie? When they mm. said it's misinformation, Joe Rogan's giving out misinformation about blah, blah, blah. And then you, you watch the podcast and it's literally just, he has experts on there sharing their informed and educated opinions on things. And they're calling it misinformation. Like they've used that phrase so long. They've coined that phrase to where it means nothing. If you hear the phrase misinformation, you're like, yeah, well, they're just saying it again. So when uh, the ambassador from Russia was in the big UN meeting or it's EU or UN, whichever it is. And he was sharing the reason that they were in the Ukraine, that they had no interest in occupying Ukraine. Uh, they just wanted this, what they call totalitarian neo-Nazi regime out and gone. Uh, the people that responded immediately responded with, we're not even going to respond. They're not, we're not even going to listen to or acknowledge that insidious misinformation that you just pronounced. Mm. It's all wrong. And they use that misinformation again. And that immediately triggered me like, why is everybody, everyone, all the media outlets and all this unilaterally calling Putin this evil, villainous guy 
who's uh, big, bad, evil Russia, who's trying to wipe out Ukraine. Yeah. <clears throat> so that kind of triggered me. And I was like, now I don't know what to trust. And now George, George Soros has come out backing and saying, Ukraine has fought so long against Russia and blah, blah, blah. We need to stand with those people and this, this, this new democracy and, and fight against Russia and all yeah. this. And anything that George, George Soros is, is I do pro immediately get suspicious. Is like, <laughs> come on, bro. That like, these are the wrong people to have in your corner. Um, so the whole connection, the, the, the QAnon thing is like, there's this deep state connection. They, what the QAnon conspiracy is, is that they believe that, um, during, there's a lot of connection with the U S and the Ukraine, Ukraine had, uh, had their revolution for independence in 2014. Um, during, during, uh, Obama's administration there, they were supposedly trying to weed out a lot of corruption in the Ukraine. So there's a special prosecutor in the Ukraine, and there's this whole clip where Joe Biden, as vice president, flies into Ukraine, meets with their people, and says, hey, this special prosecutor has to be removed. Uh, you told us he was going to be removed. If he's not removed, we were not, we're not going to give you – it was either $6 million or $6 billion. I'm not exactly sure. Which one. Obviously, that's a huge difference. But the number was six and a bunch of zeros, uh, this many dollars worth of relief. He's like, we're not going to give you the money. He's like, a matter of fact, I'm leaving here in like five hours or whatever it is. I vaguely remember. If this. I'm not on the plane, yeah. by the time I get on the plane, if he's not fired, you're not getting this check. Is what? And Joe Biden, it's like he's he's bragging about it, you know, that he did this. And he says, sure enough, the prosecutor was fired. So there's this potential for corruption and abuse of power that people are seeing when they well, see. Is that is the Ukraine where Joe Biden's son was on that board of Hunter directors? Hunter Biden. Uh, got his job with Burisma, which Burisma is Ukraine. So the conspiracy theory is that you, Ukraine wanted its independence and they basically sold themselves to get the independence. They sold themselves to U.S. and various allied forces and that they're essentially kind of a money laundering country mm. for dirty money for the U.S. and these other big people. And the issue is... I need to know. They don't... The, well, the conspiracy theory is that Putin, if he gets his hands on those you know, uh, uh, Valensky and his people that he's going to be, have all the power he needs to leverage against us and, uh, and other people who supposedly have dirty money in there. I'm following you. I'm suspicious of the things you're suspicious of. I just want to clarify for everybody. Are you a QAnon? <laughs> no. Okay. No, I'm not a QAnon. For everyone who's, who's, who's watching here, this is not some crazy conspiracy theorist guy. I am a Christian. I am a conservative. I ha I don't listen to anything QAnon. I never have. I have. I really. I have nothing against them. I just not a QAnon conspiracy theory person. I, that would not be me. I honestly don't know. I just wanted to it. make sure. Yeah. And, well, it's good to clarify. <laughs> Neither one of us here are QAnon conspirators or however you want to call it. I do them. like to know what they think and what yeah. they're saying. So every now and then I will tap into something to be like, yeah. What are the crazy people saying? Well, see, I see say that, crazy that's people. why I watch Trevor Noah. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to say crazy people. I do apologize if you are no, normal. It's, it's, it's Rachel Maddow. <laughs> if you really want to know what they're thinking, watch Rachel Maddow. I watch CNN to see what the crazy people are thinking. But about the Ukraine thing, yeah, I have been seeing like on TikTok and stuff. Uh -huh. uh, have you heard about like the ghost of Kiev? Am I saying it right? Kiev. We apologize if we don't say any of these names correctly. We're we are not deliberately racist. We're we just have, are having trouble pronouncing them. Uh, but I think it is Kiev. <laughs> but have you heard about like the ghost of Kiev? And uh, he's like a fighter jet guy who's taken down. Then they don't know who he is, and he's taken down all kinds of Russian planes. 
Well, okay, so here's the deal. Um, we're talking about good guy, bad guy. No clear good guy to bad mm. guy. I've seen footage, and they've and and the issue is you have boomers and you have these older people that say relax. Have you seen how they're talking about the Generation X and Gen Zers and they're like relax when you see all this footage? Like the reason why you're panicking right now is because with the presence of social media and information, like you're getting all of this footage shoved in your face all the time. This same stuff was happening in our lives and all these other wars. This type of stuff was happening mm -hmm. and has been happening when these battles are fought. In any of these situations, you got good eggs and bad eggs. You know, you got some soldiers that are going to go out of their way to be malicious. And then you got some soldiers that are going to go, go out of their way to be compassionate within the confines of their orders. Mm -hmm. and, and the examples are like this. I, I don't know if you've seen the footage or not where the Russian tank is driving down the street and this civilian car is going this way and the tank like floors it and, and goes over him and just runs over the car. Completely no, just I runs over that. the car. There's an old lady in the car. Oh. It's just a civilian. She survives. Mm. People get in there and, and tear, like basically tear open the car because it's smushed and get her out and she's alive. But that kind of footage is, is, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm saying it's used as propaganda to propaganda yeah. for whatever message you want the same thing with snake island you have moments like that where obviously that paints the russians as these evil evil people right running over a civilian car then snake island there's 13 ukrainian soldiers that were guarding snake island and a, a russian warship comes up and says i'm a russian warship I didn't they hear announce about this themselves mm -hmm. they say there's no need for for loss of life surrender drop your arms come out and, and you won't be harmed repeatedly they say this and they say please acknowledge and the 13 Ukrainian soldiers respond with, hey, Russian warship, go F yourself. Yeah. And they bomb them. They bomb the snot out and they all die. And they're given all these kind of medals and all this kind of stuff and of honor and all this. I'm not saying they shouldn't have medals of honor. They're defending their country. But what the Russian warship did doesn't seem like some evil, evil, villainous thing that they that they want to just destroy people. You know, like we they're like, hey, this is war, but there's no need for you to die. You're going to get bombed. Come on out. And they don't. So they did their job. So in one way, in one scene, you got this image of this tank run, seeking out and running over these civilians or the civilian vehicle. And the other image, you got a warship that's like, there's no need for you to die. This is war. Come on out. Whatever. And they don't. So the other thing is Putin, if he really wanted to occupy they're saying that he's lying. They're saying he's lying the whole time. He just wants to reestablish Ukraine as Russia and take it back over. Well, didn't he say that in a speech, though, like, I think four years if ago? If it was years and years ago, regardless, mm -hmm. what he's been saying now is he have no interest in occupying it. And what he's doing in his tactics actually st sticks with that. Because if you wanted to occupy Ukraine, would you want to, to reestablish and, and pull a big pile of rubble back into your country? No. You'd want to keep their infrastructure. You wouldn't want to set fire to their natural gas pipelines, which they did. They blew up a natural gas pipeline in Ukraine because it's war. They're trying, they're trying to get rid of that regime. They blown up all, they're blowing up and bombing all of the military structures. If you were trying to just take Ukraine back into USSR or whatever, or Russia, you'd want to keep that infrastructure. You wanted to keep as much as possible. You wouldn't want to just bomb it to bits. So it sticks true with what he's saying. Like It looks like... <clears throat> It very much looks like he would want to get whatever government regime is in there now, get them out, and then say peace and just leave. Or establish mm -hmm. a, a Russia-friendly governmental regime and then leave. Because he's not going to stick around to rebuild this destroyed country. Why would he? I don't know. 
I don't know enough to say one way or the other, but it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm just doing a good thing. No. No, when he... Okay, so he labels them as a neo-Nazi regime. Well, here's Mm -hmm. some stuff to think about. Their revolution was in 2014 in the Ukraine. 2015, Volinsky creates a... And I hope I'm saying that. It's either buh or vuh. I'm not sure if it's a B or V type thing, but hopefully I'm saying it correctly. He starts a television production company and they they release a uh they release a show called servant of the people where valinsky stars as the president of the ukraine yeah for five years this show runs then they create a political party all of the producers of his of his television broadcast company wind up becoming like the heads of the political party the political party is called servant of the people basically the same name of that and he gets elected by the people with 73 percent popular vote Mm-hmm. Here's the other thing. He arrested all of the opposition, put them in jail. Mm. The, the party that got second and didn't win, arrested them, put them in jail. That's the same stuff they've accused Putin of. And we yeah. can't prove it, confirm or deny. I was going to say, it sounds like two corrupt things right. just going at each other. Right. It sounds sure. like two. That's why I'm yeah. saying there's no good guy versus bad guy thing here. You've got uh, a bunch of regular people serving under different two interests. Masters. Yeah, different yeah. special interests. And the issue that I have is the fact that. Everybody in the UN, the US, and all this is so ready to jump up in arms to defend Ukraine. And they've been notoriously one of the most corrupt governmental systems. Like they're mm-hmm. on all the, whatever the chart is, whatever the billboard is for the most corrupt governments, Ukraine and probably US is in there somewhere, but the Ukraine's way up there. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can't, you can't tell me that there's not something under the scenes as to why everybody's jumping up in arms for them, especially when, especially when. Uh, there is some credibility to what he's saying that they pose a threat. Russia only has like, it's either a hundred thousand or 150,000 soldiers. Ukraine has 250,000 soldiers. Mm-hmm. They have more soldiers. Russia has way more battlements, way more, uh, military facilities, way more warships. They have way more like sophisticated war technology, which is why they're destroying them, you know, ballistic missiles and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But Ukraine has, has built a pretty large army for their size. They're only the size of Texas. And they have 250,000 soldiers, <coughs> which is a pretty big deal. There needs to be some kind of closure, some kind of cathartic moment about the thoughts on the Ukraine thing. And in my opinion, I don't want to see innocent civilians, innocent people die. I think that's terrible. So, yeah. so I've seen footages now, footage now of them like kind of attacking villages and stuff like that. Again, all of that does facilitate putin's narrative that he doesn't want to occupy it because he's they're turning it to rubble like they're really they're really doing a number on it um and they're tearing up this infrastructure and they're ruining the military capacity and facilities um but i don't want to see innocent civilians killed i don't want to see innocent humans killed here's the other thing that means i also don't want us to send twenty thousand u.s soldiers over there in a war that we shouldn't be in and then five years from now come back and be like man we never should have done that we've lost we sent 50,000 or 20,000 people over there over the course of a decade and we've lost half of them or something like again that's just a bunch of people following orders being told that they're on the right side of the conflict and they're going in there and sacrificing themselves i don't agree with that either and i especially in on the tail end of what happened in in afghanistan i feel like the american people are tired of getting of policing the world and getting involved where we may not belong and i do think there are a lot of hidden interests and possibly like dirty money and political interests motivating this. Yeah. 
I mean, and we'll never know the truth. And I yeah. hate that. I hate it. There's, yeah, there's a most most likely that you'll ne we'll never know the truth about it. Mm -hmm. So, in my opinion, I I feel like it's hard to say, and it's hard to say this, but I, you know, I really feel like I wonder why we if we're gonna put boots in the ground, why don't we say, well, hey, let's put Putin's money, let's make him put his money where his mouth is, and take the regime down and set up a new regime that we know is democratic or whatever, and see what happens. I don't know. Why don't we try to find some other solution that doesn't involve decimating a country and sending 10,000 U.S. soldiers over there. I don't understand why that's not the thing, why you're, why you're not trying to find a solution. Now, I believe that um, some people who were in, sorry to bring up QAnon all the time, <laughs> but some people that were in QAnon, they were very pro-Trump, and they thought Trump was like just... Uh, 20 steps ahead of everybody and all shining this shining night that was gonna yes but bring then, down all the drain the swamp and when he didn't get reelected, some of those same people started deciding oh he's actually the antichrist <laughs> and that all this was oh. just a ploy and stuff like that and that when he does get reelected again because they think he will be he's actually gonna be us he's the one gonna be ushering in the new world order and stuff and that this you, is all orchestrated by him did you see the ukrainian yeah. Uh, I think she's a news rep no Ukrainian congresswoman who said that no she's there's a it was viral she's on she she's given an automatic weapon and she's like I'm here to fight for my country she's like we have to fight for this democracy and we have to fight for this new world order oh she flat out says it mm. and it just goes like nobody cares it's like she just she just but Freudian does that mean something to them different than what it would mean to us here in the Bible Belt, where New World Order is a very bad thing. Everybody knows. Yeah. I, that here's the deal: a new New World Order is is a is such an Orwellian thing. Like 1984. Yeah. You say that to anybody that's even high school level and above. They but have in the heard, Ukraine, though, and that yes, has to has they have to know what a New World Order means because why why not New World Order. Why not be new Ukrainian order, mm -hmm. new Ukrainian government? Well, you can watch clips Ukrainian on YouTube government. where they have comprised all the world leaders and all the media people, people in Australia and stuff talking about the new world order. So, I mean, yeah, I keep thinking it has to mean something different to them or they're all in on a secret that it, we Americans don't know The new know world about. order means a new, to everybody, it means an established, organized world type of government, even if it has to. And the, the UN is kind of you know sort of that it's the gathering mm -hmm. of all these other governments together to essentially cooperate but you can't be thinking i don't know for sure i'm just saying that to me it seems way way too crazy to think that they don't know what new world order means when they say it mm. it seems too obvious but it well could be right. aside from all the political stuff that we don't know crap about <laughs> like I, I mentioned the ghost of kiev earlier there was also what they called the ukrainian reaper where he was a soldier that killed over like 20 Russian people by himself and other soldiers, you know, not just random people. <laughs> you know what's interesting? What? They have these same stories about World War One, World War Two, yes. all these other wars. Mm -hmm. They're these legendary, iconic, immortal sort of stories. But these it, are really happening. There's pictures of them. <laughs> there were pictures there too. And yeah. Commentary and stuff. So... What it makes me wonder again is how much truth there is to this, or if, or if some of this is propaganda to to 
to give get the people pride nationally. Yeah, so. yeah. For, for yeah. instance, I saw, I saw. It's interest. It's going to be interesting when this is all over. How many people on the left are going to have to flip flop back from their position mm. of nationalism and pride in, in your country and all that kind of stuff? Because yeah. they're like, they're all like, fight with Ukrainians, fight for your nation and your freedom, and blah blah blah. But and if it's the, for America, when it's over, they're going to have person. to be back like, well, nationalists are white supremacists and they're evil, horrible people. And, yeah. You know, Saying things like, you know, keep America great or America first or those kind of things. That's white supremacist, awful, evil stuff. They're going to have to like flip flop back on, you know, backtrack on what, what being a nationalist really means. And another thing, did you see where Elon Musk was asked to help? I, I haven't seen anything about his involvement with Ukraine. Uh, well, uh, the government came out and asked Elon Musk, basically, will you help us with our communications? We, you know, our people need to ha have, be able to communicate. And what do you say? He's helping them. He sent he satellites over there and stuff. Hmm. Well, I mean, it is definitely, I feel like, the minority opinion to be skeptical at all right now of our involvement with the Ukraine. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's the minority opinion... To, to paint Ukraine as anything other than this innocent victim, this innocent democratic victim of the big bad wolf Russia. And I just, I don't know how much I buy it. So it wouldn't shock me if anybody was like, if every single person, if The Rock came out tomorrow, like, let's support Ukraine, you know, whatever like that, it wouldn't surprise me at all. But it would surprise me more if any of those people did some research and had some genuine concerns about, oh, maybe I'm not being told everything, yeah. you know. That would shock the life out of me because I just ultimately think most of these people take whatever they're spoon fed uh, as as truth, but from the legacy media and, and the propaganda and just accept it. Mm -hmm. So I really don't even have an opinion on Elon Musk doing that. I'm like, hey man, <laughs> you do you? I'm sure you've got some kind of. It was just noteworthy. No, I mean it's interesting. Now I'm gonna probably go mm. YouTube Elon Musk helping so and so and watch a video on it because it's interesting. Thank you guys so much for watching uh, this episode of Not Gospel. Like, comment, subscribe, share this. Uh, let us know what you think, what you want us to talk about. Also, uh, keep an eye out for some special projects going. Uh, Big Little Church is coming out. We're trying to provide you as much content as possible. If you're here on this channel because you like live music covers or because you like the, the podcast and the socio-political stuff or if you like the goofy comedy that we sometimes do, whatever reason you're here, we are grateful for uh, your subs. We're grateful for your views and your time. And uh, keep being you and keep being awesome because that's how God made you. Aww.